You're listening to a very moody sports show brought to you by Moody and Sons Electrical. Call for any electrical needs at 478-4328, area code 864. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Moody Sports Page, and follow and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Moody Sports Page on YouTube. Thanks for the support. This knee rehab, whew. My, so, my one of my last remaining dreams is professional wrestling. So I haven't done it yet. I'm in physically, so I'm not a giant in terms of like a super heavyweight, but I could win the world heavyweight title at my size, six foot stacked. But stacked, I don't. <laughs> you can do just flexed on me. I'm not ready for that. No, I'm, it's late night flex. Late night flex, dude. I went to the gym, but um, I'm thinking it, professional wrestling. I'm coming off a knee rehab. I'm officially five months out. Just saw the doctor. About that time. Just saw the doctor. He said, you do not have to come back. You're good, bro. You've been putting in work. So uh, the PT, I have two more appointments. I'm working on jump training right now. I'm like landing and jumping on a box. I'm hitting like, I'm already box jumping like back up on a normal box. And I'm squatting hundreds. I deadlifted like 225 today. So, I mean, that's. And that's rehab weight for your boy. That's rehab weight. Casual. That's rehab weight. That's not that, that's not weightlifting. That's rehab weight. But uh, <laughs> but, uh but my next appointment, I'm about to start doing cutting. So I'm probably gonna end up like running suicides. My next yeah. uh, physical therapy, which is, that's the nervous part of post ACL surgery. Planting so this is my cutting. second one. It's the it's the cutting yeah. because the cutting is when is that quick you do the shit. Yeah. Like I, a Euro step layup is what I tore it on this last time. Maybe there was a partial tear from, uh, I mean, it was nine years in between ACL surgeries. And then I'm actually talking. So this is kind of sports related. I tore my ACL nine years ago, and then I just tore it again this year playing basketball. But uh, I tore my meniscus as well this year. Some bitch. Rough. But uh, <laughs> the first time was a collision in the air. So kind of unfortunate maybe if that didn't happen, I didn't tear it a second time, but either way, after the first surgery, I got in the best shape of my life, but talking to my therapist this time around, which shout out Barb, shout out Barb, your girl, shout out Barb. Um, That's your lady. Doesn't look like what you think a Barb would look like just by name. Imagine an old woman. Exactly. Does not look (laughs) like that. If you know what I mean. But uh, anyways, we uh, have, She's like an athletic specialist. Um, she works with the athlete. I'm not that I'm an athlete, guys. I am a, I am an average human that is kind of strong. That's all I got going. I, Gronkowski would call you a species man. Coordinated when it comes to sports, so I guess that's athletic. But I am not. I'm not one of these top percenters that goes on. I didn't play college sports, or anything. Barely played high school sports. But uh, anyways, working with her because I mean I'm kind of athletic for a 27 year old compared to the population, but uh we're talking we're comparing (laughs) me remembering back to my rehab the first time and the rehab now she puts me through the ringer bro she working i am in there i'm in there jumping i am in there like box jumps forward i'm jumping on one leg i am landing off boxes like all these things like and then all the weights and all the exercises like i'm thinking back to my she said acl recovery's come a long way in nine years which good good news good news but I'm thinking back, dude, I did a, I think the most I did was ride a bike and do a leg press nine years ago and like some side to side with a rubber band around my leg and do some steps. And that was it. I'm jumping in here. I am, I'm literally next week. I'm 
going to be cutting and power movements and stuff. But I did, I guess I did tell them, yeah, I would love to play basketball again. Like I've torn my shit. They're trying to get you ready for, I've torn, I've torn my ACL twice playing basketball, but she's saying maybe because my rehab was so not good the first time or it failed or just, it wasn't that advanced yet. I mean, I was setting myself up for failure, tearing it again. And there's only a three to four percent chance you tear your ACL twice. So Frank Gore, Derek Rose, me, three four percenters here, hanging out <laughs> second floor of the uh, the portal. <laughs> second floor of the portal, baby. <laughs> but uh, anyways, welcome to Moody Sports, talking about Zach's ACL. Sorry, Zach man. Whittington, Daniel Moody. Yeah, but uh, anyways, it's wild. We're getting back to it, doing athletic stuff. There's a lot of athletes go through this stuff, man. Travis Etienne and the Jaguars are in the playoffs, and he tore his ACL. Well, it's in. 15 it, months ago. It's intriguing you actually say that because there was actually Stan Van Gundy did a tweet the, I guess a couple nights ago, Stan Van Gundy tweeted out uh, in the vicinity of the idea that there used to be more games, more back-to-backs, harder practices, and not as big of training. Less and water. Staffs, uh in the NBA, and there was less injuries and things like that. And uh, now... We have constant injuries. I mean, players are constantly hurt. And Kevin Durant actually tweeted, at, you know, respond to him, you know, like, LOL, can't agree more. And, like, I guess. No, he didn't. He said, Stan spitting. Stan spitting. And then, yeah, and, like, Stan must have taken it that, like, Kevin Durant was a little, uh, you know. Because Kevin Durant's a troll. But he and, was assuming that uh, he, Stan basically thought Kevin Durant disagreed with him. And then Kevin Durant was agreeing because Stan's an old old man who old doesn't man. understand what spitting is. But, Aren't you glad that we are hip enough to clearly understand what spitting means? Yeah, new. Like as soon as you tweeted, I was like, "We're good." And then Stan's like, "We're, we're get, not good. We're getting old. We're almost phasing out, but we're still there." I mean, we're still aware. And that's another thing is we are also we were on the cusp enough that we get like the trendy new stuff enough. But we like, also watched John Wayne growing up. I watched John Wayne. You play me some Columbo. <laughs> Andy Griffith. You play me some Columbo. I'm going to sit down and watch it. That MASH song comes on. I am instantly bobbing the head. I had a MASH phase. Love MASH. Anyways, but yeah, it's it's very intriguing. Hey, dude. I do think. Hey, dude. I signed up for Netflix this week. Oh. It's been. I am a huge YouTube premium guy. Don't get me wrong. Back I love to YouTube. The, back to the TV watching. Love YouTube. Need more options. I haven't watched Netflix except for that one time when I signed up since, but signed up for Netflix this nice, week. Nice, Got some other options. You got to send me that list. The, okay. The infamous list. I got you. The Netflix list. Um, but yeah, I, I do think it's intriguing that like you've brought that up and Stan Van Gundy sort of calling it out that like the lack of like the difference in just like medical stabs and stuff. Now, like, dude, you literally have massage therapist you got everything under the sun as far as and the thing is it's like all that stuff is definitely good for recovery and helps the player but in terms of just practice time like doing all these drills does not prepare your body for basketball playing you just need to play basketball to be prepared look who's dominating the league luca luca doesn't work out that much luca plays basketball just gotta go put your body through that physical i mean he's not dominating the league but he's getting buckets um so but yeah i did yeah that was just sort of intriguing i was not really didn't know we were going to start on the acl tears for zach but that's um so yeah uh very moody sports show i'm daniel moody he's zach whittington we're here to talk sports uh nfl super wild card weekend did it live up to the title zach to the name no no because uh come on tom 
I mean, okay, so we're going to start with the Bucks Monday night. No, that's, Bucks, that's the Cowboys. big bummer, dude. I was watching Tom Brady like he was my only child. I was like, we're holding on to the glimpse of the past that we have. We want Tom Brady to keep being great. He, he has lived long enough to become the hero. He started out as the villain. He has lived long enough. It's Tom Brady. Love it. Keep he did going. it backwards of the Batman. But, dude, he literally looked awful. Oh, terrible. He threw Eight. that pick in the end zone was true. What awful. was the score 18 0 at halftime? The drop kick? I genuinely felt like it could have been 30 0 at halftime. Like it was such a just bad. And I knew this. I had a feeling, man, coming into the game, I had said I didn't think the Bucks were going to get out of the first round, but like I didn't think it was going to be that bad. They looked terrible. They fire Brian Leftwich, uh, offensive coordinator Good for the name. Bucks fired um and so i am curious to see like them firing brian Leftwich. does that mean like is that an indicator because brady obviously contract year or you know going to be end of the contract is he going to stay with the bucks is he going to move on to say the raiders who have released uh Derek carr looking for a quarterback this offseason or you maybe see him over there in vegas now um, it's intriguing to see what Brady's going to do, but I do wonder with the Bucks getting rid of Brian Leftwich if that's a bit of an indicator that Brady's going to be staying around to see what the new offensive coordinator is. Did see a tweet today. Todd Munkin, offensive coordinator for Georgia, uh, is the big name rumored currently for that Bucks coordinator's position. He held the position 2016 to 18, I think. Um, so, but. You know, Todd's had a great couple of years at Georgia, and there's going to be a lot of people coming. I really hope dogs just got to pay that man bags on bags to keep him, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but yeah, intriguing. I wanted to curious to see what Brady does exactly. What do you think? You think Brady's staying put? You think he's going Jets? Could he be replacing Zach Wilson? And I York? want, I want Aaron Rodgers to go to the Jets. Did you see Aaron Rodgers said? He could go fourteen and two. He think like basically on his current like abilities. He thinks he he could be MVP and fourteen and two team. That's the number one seed in the NFC. Didn't he do that like two years ago? Yeah, but not this year. He looked a lot worse than that this year. Yeah, but I still believe in Aaron Rodgers. Believe in Aaron Rodgers. Do you think put him in the right situation? Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was the goat until Patrick Mahomes stole his thunder a little bit. So, well, just down double check. We'll see. Um, one title. One title. Pat Mahomes only has one title, and, though, right? But at the same time, Pat's going to win another one. We all is like, he? We, we know is he's he? going to. Is he? No, that's a good question. It's not guaranteed. But Aaron like, Rodgers never Pat, did. Pat's Aaron Rodgers didn't win his first one until like he was thirty six or nah, something. He won right? when he was thirty. He's like thirty eight now. He won when he was his Super Bowl's like what nine, ten, eleven, twelve years ago. Was it really that long ago? Dude, double check was a long that. time ago. That's a long time ago. That's true. It was probably about middle Think school. about when's the last time the Packers won the Super Bowl in your head. Long time ago. Long time ago. It's <laughs> wild to think about. But yeah, it's God, it feels like it was sooner than that. But no. I don't know. Tom Brady's won them all. Tom Brady has won everything. It's so frustrating. Yeah, it's all Tom Brady. Sucks for sucks for Aaron Rodgers, man. Having to constantly lose. But anyways, so yeah, Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady bucks out. Uh, Cowboys, Dak, moving on to the next round. Uh, Let's stay in NFC. Stay in NFC. Danny. New York Giants and Danny Dimes. The football Giants. So I always like the Giants. First off, I don't know if I said this. Shout out Mike, Michael Strahan, obviously. Everybody likes Michael Strahan, right? I guess. Do you like Michael Strahan? I mean, he's fine. 
Good morning, America. I'm just uh, talking about traditional. Michael and Kelly. I'm just saying why why we're predisposed to like the Giants in the playoffs here. Yeah. And in Tiki Barber, we all like Tiki Barber and Rondé Barber. Well, Rondé Barber's on the Bucks. Anyways, Tiki Barber. That's all I got for the Giants. But anyways, I'm a Giants fan. Daniel Jones, APP? did you know he was a running <laughs> this type of quarterback? Dude, they have figured out that like Daniel Jones is give him eight rushes and he, you're gonna run. Win he had the game. seventy yards in the first half, but also he can have like ten <clears throat> yards as long as he runs the ball eight times. They're gonna win the game. So it doesn't matter how many yards he gets. He just has to get runs. I feel like Day De- Ball is a hype man, dude. Him in the him in the I locker would, room would, after the game, I feel like dancing, he could breaking down is very fun. Enjoy. Oh, it. he danced and broke it down. Yeah, he was, was it short or was it a full breakdown? A full breakdown. He was getting it. Oh, dude. really? He was like high. It was like looking. It was like watching Mac Brown in the North Carolina Tar Heels celebrate a win. Brian Dayball and mm-hmm. the New York Giants in the locker room. They were lit. Was it swaggy? I mean, he was, he was looking pretty swaggy. I looked like a guy who knew what he was doing. Looked better than I would do it. I would say. And I'm 26 years old. Was he spitting? He was spitting. Okay. Scoring Stan Van Gundy, not a good thing. <laughs> not a good thing. <laughs> um. Other Depends NFC. on who you ask. Depends on who you ask. Other <laughs> NFC. Sorry, Bradley, by the way, for your Vikings. I do love you, Bradley. Oof. Um, Ooh, almost other skipped NFC over that. game, man, Geno Smith and the Seahawks. It looked so grand for the entire year. And then it was 23-20 to 20 versus Brock Purdy. And then the second half happened. Finished 41-23. Geno looked bad. The Seahawks looked bad Brock Purdy looked amazing looked really really good hmm. Niners look like a threat in this playoffs I, I'm not gonna believe it until they win the Super Bowl just because I don't want I just don't feel like pulling for the Niners man even though well, it's a Niners fan and have you seen so have you seen with Brock Purdy have you seen the tweets with Brock Purdy they put up a picture of him and Stetson and be like Brock Purdy reminds me of a young Stetson Bennett they're both about the same age. I a lot think of Stetson so, Bennett. I think it's so funny because I do think they're about the same age. Brock Ferdy spent like five, six years at Iowa State playing quarterback for them. Like he was there forever. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that's Brock Ferdy, Niners on uh, AFC wise, Jack, Zach, Jack, uh, Bengals, Ravens ended on a what people are calling, first off, do not appreciate them calling a big man touchdown to end the game. The dude is like a defensive end. He's booking it down the field. It wasn't a big man touchdown. That doesn't count. Mm. It doesn't count. He was, mm. Zach, he was. If I if, see what you're saying. Zach, I see if what you're you saying. got a touchdown in that situation, we couldn't call a big team man touchdown, right? <sighs> uh, you're not a big man touchdown. Relative. Like, it, it's relative. Like, if, so I, if I'm the biggest guy, guy on the field. I, no, I think that guy A big man touchdown is that you're talking about a defensive tackle. I'm talking about your D tackle. You're talking about 330 belly hanging out. Is literally dragging dudes in the end zone with them mm-hmm. because they caught up to them, but they can't bring them down. Or you're talking about you're talking about an offensive lineman picking up a fumble, picking up the fumble, that's rumbling, what you're talking about, bumbling, stumbling in the end zone. But if we're talking about Julius Peppers, it doesn't count. Strip sack. If we're talking about Jadavion Clowney, Von Miller running ninety yards. Von Miller's not a big man yeah, touchdown. It doesn't count, man. Von Miller can run faster than me any day of the but week. But that guy's like in tweener. He was like a six foot six, three hundred pounder. I just don't count. I just don't count. Great game, fun game. The fact that the Ravens with Tyler Huntley or whoever the heck it was were sitting there about to win a playoff game against the Bengals, 
who people chose the Bengals to win, you know, be back to the Super Bowl this year, at least make the AFC Championship. Wild. Um, you know, but then you just fumble on the goal line, give up the touchdown, Bengals moving on, man. Way to go, Joeth Baroeth, we believe. I'm tired of Bengals. You don't like the Bengals? I'm tired of it. I'm tired of hearing about the Bengals. I'm tired of hearing about the 49ers. I like the 49ers, and I like the Bengals. I'm tired of hearing about how good they are. It's all right, Zach. We're saving, and the Bills. We're saving your favorite team for last. But Bills, we got to talk about. Bills get a big win over the Dolphins, 31-34. I think that's a little bit of an indictment on the Bills, man. Got to be worried if you're a Bills fan. You gave up 31 points and nearly lost to a Skyler Thompson-led Dolphins team. That is a third-string quarterback. Tyler Sky- now, I will say, Skyler Thompson. Same quarterback that beat Oklahoma back-to-back at Kansas State a couple years ago. So, he is a baller. But also, you shouldn't be nearly losing to him in the playoffs. Especially when you're the Bills. The Bills have been slightly anointed this season as the Super Bowl favorites for a while. Mm. So, Bills, I'd be a little nervous. I'd be a little worried if you're a Bills fan. I'm tired of hearing about Buffalo. Like me. I'm I'm a nervous Bills fan. Tired of hearing about Buffalo. All right, well, fine. We'll talk about it. Name three Bills players. I mean, that's easy. That's easy. Dang it. Bro, I'll hit you with something you don't even know about. Got you. First off, obvious, DeMar Hamlin. Boom. Easy. No, I'm joking. But Isaiah McKenzie, wide receiver. James Cook. Yep. Had them both on my fantasy team. Shout out your boys. Stephon Diggs. Yeah, it's too easy. Josh Allen. This is easy, bro. They got guys. Wait, wait, wait. Got you for days, baby. <laughs> he was like, I feel defeated on the fifth Fuck. one. The fifth one really did defeat you. I mean, dude, I felt defeated as soon as I realized, dang it, it's easy to name a bunch of three <laughs> I, bills. Isaiah McKenzie was the one where he was like, oh, man, he's pulling them out, the dogs, guys. Um, name three Sacramento Kings. <laughs> I don't got that at all. I couldn't name I you. I can name two. I couldn't name you a one. Really? De'Aaron Fox? And Sabonis. Oh, I got one at least. I feel good about that. And Buddy Hield, I think. Buddy no, Hield? no, he's not there. He's anymore. on. He's on Indiana. He's. I thought it may be Magic. Pacers. I went maybe Magic. No, he's not Magic. I think he's Pacers. I think he's the Pacers. Back to football. Back to AFC. Football. We're talking AFC. We're talking. <laughs> We're talking Jaguars. We're talking what was for some reason is a South Carolina based conversation. Trevor Lawrence and the Jags. Doing a miraculous thing and winning, J- love it. What the first half, dude? Four turn, four interceptions. I watched the box score. I was watching One the box fumble. score. I saw three interceptions. I was like, no, Trevor, no, this is so sad. I literally was at work for the first part of the game, <clears throat> and I lo- thought to myself when I checked the box score, and we, he had three interceptions. I was like, man, it's just a sad day for Clemson fans. Man, why this is such a letdown. Shit doesn't go well. Like Clemson mm. is, damn it. And then turn around turn of a around. century, man. And it was great to get the touchdown right before half, right? It Definitely helped. And then uh, they came out and bam, got another one. And then it, it's funny. So we talked about this a couple weeks ago. I was like, dude, there'll be a series of events that's just beautiful, one in a million in sports, and it just happens perfectly. Same thing happened for the Jags. They went on a last second field goal down 27, took the full time period of the game. Four touchdowns. I mean, that was wild. And it, come on, Chargers. The, yet again, this <laughs> is the exact same situation as the Ohio State Buckeyes and Ryan Day. Brandon Staley, what are you doing, man? Run the freaking football. Dude, coaches are so bad now on this. Like, 
we live in a says time the where guy in a Georgia shirt. I wear a Georgia shirt. You know what the dogs did a lot this season that we still do all the time? They threw the ball we with run, Stetson Bennett. We threw the ball with Stetson Bennett. We still run the ball. The dogs are a heavy run team. Run the freaking ball, dude. They were up 27 to 7 at fucking half. Zero. In the first half. Zero. In the second half, like, just run the ball. Even. Even if you gave up, even if you didn't score one more touchdown and ran the ball every single play of the second half that you had, the Charger, the the Jags would have had enough time to score maybe two touchdowns. Mm-hmm. But instead, they just kept throwing the ball. They couldn't complete passes. They don't get first downs. They keep getting the ball back. Suddenly, Trevor Lawrence is looking like a fantastic quarterback because he I, is. I don't. I don't. And like, it's so hard, man. What a weird perception to try to read. Like. Are the Jags real in the playoffs here? Like, they're also the team that gave up four, tur- five turnovers and one half of football. And I watched the, the dude. I stopped watching at one point because, like, that first Trevor turnover, I was like, "Ooh, that's tough." It bounced off a man's hand, a little like tip mm-hmm. ball. The second one, dude, he threw it right to a man. Mm-hmm. He threw it right to the defender. I was like, "Oh mm-hmm. my god, Trevor's broken." Trevor's broken. You can't have a big comeback if you don't get down big. That's fair, That's I guess. Thing, but so. it's why I mean, Trevor literally did what I do in NCAA and throw four touchdowns, four interceptions, mm. and then have to go throw four touchdowns to win by two points. We might have to play a game in NCAA. I'm, I'm just right. saying, like that literally is exactly how NCAA goes all the time. So, but listen, Wild Card Weekend numbers. You didn't think it lived up to the hype. I thought it lived up to the naming Wild Card Weekend. Quite wild in my takes. Super wild card weekend. Maybe not super. Maybe just wild. All you have to be. When did they add the super? Once they put a cape on wild card weekend. (laughs) When he became a superhero, obviously. And then Nick Fury recruited him to the Avengers. Nick Fury. I mean, there was a post credit scene. You got to watch it. Um, Jags Chiefs uh, on Saturday this week. AFC Divisional, NFC Divisional on Saturday. Your Eagles and Giants. What you feeling? Danny Dimes and the Giants, are they going to get it done? So the NFC East, man. It used to be the NFC least. Now it's the NFC beast. They got three teams in the playoffs. Yep, three out of four. Three left out in of the four, NFC. Niners out of, the, out of ja- the West. I mean, the Cowboys look great putting up points like that. I mean, I guess but the, the Buccaneers are bad. Team, man. And then, I mean, Philly, we just got to see the health of old Jalen. Yeah. And uh, we'll see what happens. I mean, Philly's been a juggernaut, but it's one game, and – I mean, you get Danny Dimes into open space, and some magical things happen. I, th- I think I think heard Eli is making the trip. I think the Eagles have got it. I think it's going to be Eagles. I think you're going to coming from the other game. I think the Niners got it, dude. Like I just think Purdy's sort of in in the in the zone right now. He's what if Daniel in. Jones becomes Eli 2.0 for real and wins a Super Bowl? Oh, that would be listen. If the if the Giants make the NFC. Great jerseys. Championship. I will be stunned. That is literally going to be like one, the one of the game most away. Nobody expected it, man. They were not expecting Nobody expected old Trevor to come back either. It's going to be Jaguars and Giants. You think the Jaguars are going to knock down the Chiefs in the divisional round before the championship? You can get four turnovers on the Jaguars and they'll still beat you. But Pat Mahomes can score, dude. I don't know, bro. I don't think Pat Mahomes is ju- is a Justin Herbert type. We're gonna. Hey, hey. I Andy- heard Justin Herbert's just as good as Pat Mahomes, man. That's what I heard. <laughs> I heard the. I heard all these all pros on that damn Chargers defense. <laughs> what in the world, Trevor Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence and a head full of steam. That's all you need. <laughs> That's all you need. You know, you need Travis Etienne's reconstructed ACL. You know that every rushing attempt was Travis Etienne in that game. Dude, he did good too. He looked really good. 
He had some great runs. Like, yeah, I can't believe I was a hater. I didn't realize how good Clemson was. I thought I took it for granted how good we were. I, I think I think you about that. You remember back in like Travis was just benefiting off like no, everybody being. I there just and, like this dude isn't that much better than all our other running backs because we were just dominant. I was like, so put awesome. anybody back I there. I remember and we're watching. Good. He would get the ball on a screen pass thirteen yards behind the fu- line of scrimmage for some reason. Yeah, but you gotta and think like, he's taking it to the house every time. But think about what we had. We had C.J. Spiller. We had uh. Another Andre Ellington, both NFL guys. We had Wayne Gallman just oh, now. Oh, Wayne Gallman was good, bro. Gallman was good for y'all, but he wasn't an NFL back. Like ETN, he went to the Giants and started. No, but like he didn't have a long. ETN hadn't had a long career yet. I mean, dude, he's proving me wrong ETN in the moment. Is about to be, I and especially coming off surgery. Guy. I hear you, dude. He's I'm pulling. I mean, it wasn't like I'm. It wasn't like I was praying on his downfall. Exactly. <laughs> praying at the altar of downfall. I'm not. I'm, I'm not hating on ETN. I just didn't think he was going to be that guy. Strictly a Trevor household here. I didn't think. I didn't think he was going to be that guy in the NFL. I'm glad. <laughs> Hell yeah. Turn it up right on. Bengals. Sounds good. Other AFC matchup. Uh, that's going to be intriguing. I think that's going to be a really good game, man. I think it'll be a high scoring affair. Um, uh, I know it's a it's a home game for the Bills. If the game would have played out Cincinnati, so you're kind of your 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 arguments on false legs when you say you're mad about the game getting canceled and you don't have home field advantage because you would have won that game. It looked like you were going to win. It was the first quarter, bro. Well, also, <laughs> like, well, also we just, all sat down, like all the owners sat down, agreed on a situation. It played out, and this is the result. Like, yeah. now you're so sad and sad about the They're acting like they got agreement. cheated, though, and I'm just yeah, like... No, y'all were a part of the It was like, win the game then. Uh, yeah, I'm with you. Like, and that's the thing is the Bengals lost week last week of the season. If they had won that game last week of the season, there wasn't going to be <laughs> take care of your business, take care of your business, and then it's all taken care of. Yep. So, um, put it on a shirt. Put it on a shirt. Sell it. Uh, I think that's all we got NFL wise. I mean, you know, we'll see how these uh, Harbaugh's not going to the NFL. Go Harbaugh not going to NFL. Harbaugh and the NCAA investigation what? I saw was hitting a <laughs> this what? is the greatest thing ever come again basically there was an investigation and did Harbaugh take a kid to lunch smuggling khakis he didn't want to admit to it and so they finally got him to say yes it happened but now they want him to be like well tell us you lied and he's like so well, we, I'm not gonna say I so lied. we got a school Writing $13 million checks they can't cash in Florida. But we're asking Harbaugh about a sandwich. We can't buy a kid a sandwich, but we can write somebody a $13 million ca- check. Get them to commit and then say, sorry, we ain't got $13 Actually, million. Actually, we just said that. <laughs> yeah, we literally. And he's like, well, can we rip up that uh, letter of co- uh, intent? And they're like, ah, uh, no. So, yeah, very strange about situation that. down there. Dude, weird. College football is, I feel like every week it's getting stranger and stranger with, like, what's happening as far as NIL deals. Um, and, like, people, like, people, like, dude, people enter transfer portal and, like, it's such a question mark. Yeah, I, there's been a couple Georgia players I've seen entering transfer portal, and I'm like, really? You're leaving? Mm-hmm. But and there's like always some extra, you know, different circumstances, whether it be family things and like trying to get close to home and stuff like that. But uh, but yeah, nil and stuff like that is so weird. Like the idea that there is a potential college player 
who is still in high school who got a con like a deal for 13 million dollars to come to a school is insane he can't be that good Dude. Florida's not that good, dude. Well, and like, if, if if even if he is, what if he's not good in college? Because do you know how many people get to college and end up not being as good as they were in high school? It happens. Like that's just how. And like, you're gonna pay him thirteen million dollars. I told Zach in the beginning of the pot before we started recording. I really would sort of like to go back to when everything was under the table, and I didn't know that there were high school kids getting thirteen million dollars. I don't really love that thought. It's like, ah. Uh, that's tough, dude. Don't you just love the expression "under the table," man? Go, go put them back under. How many times have you got? Did paid you ever under have a table? job under the table? Paid under the table? Exclusively under the table love for it. years. So when I was at when I was at, you gotta be careful calling it the G spot, but the garden spot. <laughs> when I was at the garden spot, uh, so I worked Especially there. I worked there as a the kid. I paid taxes, and I like was a you know contracted whatever it what official employee i guess yeah for uh years so they're probably like five years or so or maybe six years and then i quit for a little bit but then she would call me back and dude i got paid straight cash homie cash money <laughs> straight cash homie and then uh you know all all of your like landscaping jobs that's technically under the table right cutting neighbor's grass that's yeah that's technically, technically under, because you're not technically taking a pay i've like, worked it i've worked it uh it. i've worked it on cars under the table. That's a good one too. Love, love a crispy hundo at the end of the day, dude. Love that. Mm. Hey man, I, I did. I did. No, actually I never did. I, <laughs> I just never me, did. huh? I worked, I waved signs. That being said, like I did little things. Like I wouldn't help my brother and I know my brother worked, uh, under the paid on the table for a little bit at one point in his working career. Uh, you know, but yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know if, uh, Count. I would. I would count the cutting grass and whatnot. Hmm. Would you, I, I mean, it's just technicalities here. I guess technically, I could be. I, it's it's say, it's painted as a nicer picture because look at this little neighborhood kid yeah, cutting grass. But, but we're paying him under the table. You're dude. beating the man because you're, he's not. We're feeding the money to a gangster who cuts grass as his hustle. Is what we're doing. I so I guess technically, when I work with my dad, <clears throat> could be slightly on the table because your boy just getting paid for the hours he's there. Well. Period. I'm just going to go ahead and record and say all of that was made up. All that was made up. I don't do any electrical work ever. <laughs> this is strictly content. Um, uh, <laughs> dude, note out of the transfer portal as we talk college football, Spencer Sanders, Oklahoma State quarterback, uh, leaves now at Ole Miss. And uh, it's intriguing to see that because you saw last Audi? year Jackson Dart transfer into Ole Miss wow. for Lane Kiffin. And, uh, that has to be the best. Didn't name. exactly go that great this season for him, and so like now we're bringing in Spencer Sanders. I wonder. This seems like Lane Kiffin's sort of mo for Ole Miss is just going to be consistently hitting the transfer portal. What do you like, mean Ole Miss? This is everyone in the country. Is everybody now. in the country? But like, dude, Lane Kiffin every single year, like the past three years, I feel like they talk about how many people he had to bring in for the transfer portal, how this is a team out of just for transfer portal. And we're seeing it again this year where, like, he has a quarterback in Jackson Dart, but it seems like he may be I just feel like that. moving I to I feel like that's guy. Lane Kiffin hate. I feel like every single – Dion's getting praised for the same thing. Dion, yeah, did just uh, – Dion pulled – got a lot of people out of the transfer portal at this point. Number but one Dion's trying to McClain. rebuild what Colorado is, like – 
He's and, not trying to rebuild shit. He's trying to get the best players possible from the portal, win now because he's a big name, well, and he has credibility is- at cornerback, which is how he's getting these people to flip. And he's swagged out. He's the most swaggy coach ever and has cool interviews and Versace bags, Versace luggage. He's good. Louie, whatever it is. Uh, it's, well, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's simple, man. But he's going to a school that won one game last season where Ole Miss was like, prior to the Bama game, talked about as like a top four potential team in the playoff and met Bama and lost four straight. So like, I just think it's weird that Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin are over there pulling a quarterback in Spencer Sanders who's like, you're bringing him in to start. He's not coming in to compete, you know? Mm. But like, does that mean you're out on Jackson Dart? Like, I wouldn't be stunned if Jackson Dart's in the transfer portal in the next couple days. You know? Like, you get with a name like that, you got to play. Like, he's coming in to play. Yeah. It's it's just strange. Uh, I so did see all as well. Uh, TCU hired uh, Kendall Bryles uh, for their offensive coordinator position. Sort of From hoping. where? Uh, Kendall Bryles was. How do you not know this? You know everything, dude. I'm so informed. <laughs> Arkansas. Leaving Arkansas. Yeah, left Arkansas. Uh, Sam Pittman in Arkansas. Is that good offense? They were pretty good. Uh, sort of banged up a lot this year as far as, uh, you know, uh, KJ uh, Jefferson banged up a lot this year, so sort of struggled as far as the quarterback. And Arkansas hit a really weird down spiral after that weird field goal loss to A&M where it bounced off the top of the goal post. And, uh, yeah, so Arkansas has been a little off kilter since then uh but kendall bryles going to tcu we'll see what happens with that um what is on kilter i mean dude last year they were really good dude what is kilter i don't, I don't know i don't know that that, that was a cool word to use no, I mean, but i don't know what, what did you say that where did off kilter i'm on it what yeah look take up, back where, over sports I'm where on. Do, where on earth did the word the saying off kilter come from i don't know that's weird um but yeah tcu i'm intrigued to see if this is something tcu is going to do and like is this going to be revolutionary because this seems like just a reactionary thing to the last game of the season which i don't think you can really buy into that much <laughs> It's a different thing. Like, y'all sort of scored a lot of points throughout the season and then fired your offensive coordinator just because of one game. It's weird. So, I don't know what I how I feel. I feel like that could be not that successful. Oh, another intriguing uh, Tua's younger brother, Talia Tungvaloa, Maryland quarterback, decides he's coming back for uh, his senior season. So, Maryland may be making a little noise in the Big Ten this year. Uh you ready to hear what kilter means? Where is it? What'd you get? So kilter means to be balanced or working well. See, that's what, when you're off kilter, I assume. I mean, I knew what it meant, but I never officially so, knew what it meant. Where did it come from? Scottish. Scottish. Okay. So we actually knew this in, deep in our blood, Daniel. It, it was in my veins. <laughs> yeah. It's in the roots. It's right beside the potatoes. <laughs> Wait. And the beer. Uh, NCAA basketball. Uh, you know, I was going to talk a little bit, watch the dogs play Kentucky uh, Tuesday night. Clemson took their first L in ACC. They're 7-1 now. They lost by 10 to Wake. Hey, man. To Wake. 7-1, though, in the ACC. Oh, yeah. Solid right now. We were going undefeated for a while. Dude. Um, But, yeah, and, man, it was tough. Dogs lost Kentucky. Puts them at 
you know, still three and two in the SEC when last year won one game in the SEC. Mike White wow. definitely has these dogs fixed, doing the right things. Mike but, White, quick transition from football to coaching, huh? <laughs> it was <laughs> football to coaching. Um, the Jets quarterback, Mike White? Uh, <laughs> sorry. Carry on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but, yeah, through – uh, it's just disappointing because they lost, but they were up big in the first half, lost to Kentucky in the second half. Kentucky struggled with the South, the South Carolina loss uh, at home, then bounced back with a big win this past weekend at Tennessee, uh, knocked Tennessee off. I think Tennessee was like ranked five or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was going into this game against Kentucky really hoping that the dogs were going to get a dub, but uh, – Calipari has seemed to find, have found his rotation, like his starting five, uh, you know, and so I think Kentucky may be uh, hitting a stride here after that game. They seem to be playing good defense against us. They started hitting a bunch of shots, making threes and stuff, and like Toshibwe, uh, their center, bro, that is a man amongst boys on the floor. He I watched was Kentucky play like last week. Boarding. He was getting boards all night. He had like, I think he had I think his stat line was like 33 and 20. Mm-hmm. It's just stuffed. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. So, um, did see Clemson did beat Duke over the weekend. Mm-hmm. Though. That's a big win. Huge dude. Nice. Yeah, nice. They win. were 7 and 0 in the ACC and they beat Duke. Beat Duke. And then you lose the wake by 10 at home. But at the same on time, you sort of bounce that up and chalk that up to like, you know, at some point, Cruising. you're going to lose a bat. Like, Basketball season you is so play long. to it's, win the it's game. It's just hard to like win all those games, but there's only thirty. Only thirty, um, right? Yeah, I think I only play like thirty games. And played like, a lot majority, of NCAA basketball. Majority fans. of that's played like during football. So it's always wild to me how much how like once Overlap. football ends, like how few basketball games are left before like conference champion tournaments in the actual mm-hmm. tournament. But uh, mm-hmm. you know. I'm really hopeful for the dogs to like get into the NIT this year. I think the dogs have a very good potential for Hell, Clemson um, was ranked and that. then they lost. Nineteen and then they lost. Hey man, but they'll Clemson, probably they'll probably still be I was top about to twenty five. Clemson could potentially still be top twenty five. I don't know how basketball not, rankings you keep, you keep, work. Dude, it's hard just because there's so many teams that you gotta try. You'll see to like be a nine and five of. team that's like top 10 and then you'll have an undefeated team that's not ranked yet well and it's a lot and that's another thing is it's not based on wins it's based yeah. on who you win against it's those quadrant one quadrant one wins for the tournament stacking that's wild so yeah it's it's because it's like yeah it's definitely a different ranking system than they do for college football and stuff so mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i think that's all we got man we're going to be getting into MLB season here soon. Uh, getting out of football season. Daytona 500 is in like a month. Really? Like three weeks. Hey, February 14th. Isn't that one of Making some left turns. <laughs> some of them, cor- some of them <laughs> just, courses. Just casually look left on the, into the podcast mic. Hey, man. <laughs> Zach dead silent just looked left as a representation for left turn. We have left turn and an audio. Some of the road courses you go right. You think the steering wheel even? Yeah, Uh, it just stops. It just stops. It just stops at dead center ninety due north. Due north. Uh, man, I got anything else? Nope. I think that's all we got, man. I think we're out of here. Hey, what did, what did one Dorito farmer say to the other Dorito I don't farmer? Know, Zach. What did he say? It's it said there's one Dorito farmer <laughs> and he walked up to the other Dorito farmer and he said, That's a cool ranch you got there. <laughs>